Welcome to the CX Central podcast and video cast. My name's Justin Tippett and today I'm joined by the Managing Director of LivePro, Brad Shaw. Welcome, Brad. Hello, mate. How are you going? Mate, I'm well. It's been a, been a crazy year. Can you believe, I actually looked at the date, it was August 8th, 2019 was the last time we did our podcast. So over a year ago, wow. mate, and what a difference yeah. the world has been since then. My God, yep, absolutely. And you're looking just as handsome. Oh, mate, you're very, very kind, mate. You're looking very fit. I mean, of course, speeding Melbourne, I've been locked down for bloody months. You've been yeah. out to, you know, enjoy the world. So uh, we won't get into yep. we won't get into politics no, later around that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. today, we, we want to cover a few topics with you. And of course, one of those is going to be um, knowledge management, because that's the, the business that you're in. But also I want to talk a little bit about um, Brad Shaw, the man, mate, because um, we've known mm-hmm. each other for a, for a long period of time. But for those that don't know you, I think it's fair to say you had your, your, your roots in recruitment and spent a lot of time yeah. uh, in recruitment and you're obviously the regional manager for um, Asia Pack for Kelly Services and, uh, and then you went into your own I'm management uh, consulting sort of elite leadership group, mate. So it was yep. a different road to get you to Live Pro. Tell me about those recruitment days, mate. Oh, mate, I remember when I joined from a bank to recruitment and everybody said, what are you doing going, uh, joining the great unwashed? But <laughs> The thing about recruitment is it's a tough game. It seriously is a tough game, but there's some great people in there, and I really enjoyed it because of the people. And, you know, when when it's a tough game, you learn a lot, and I definitely learned a lot. Um, did a lot of flying because I was a regional GM, so I used to have to fly to Detroit every three months for a one-day meeting. So it was three days worth of travel for a one-day meeting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they they wondered why I fell asleep during the meeting, but, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. Then, um, yeah, then I got into coaching, and that was awesome. Um, the uh, the guy that had the software company that that serviced the recruitment company uh, found out that I'd left Kelly and rang and said, "Look, what are you going to do? Because I've got a business coach. I've seen what you've done in Kelly, and I I think I've outgrown the current one. What do you want to do?" And um, that grew into three hundred and twenty customers over a twelve year period. That's incredible. And uh, yeah, I think there was I think there was 120 different organisations and 40 something different industries, right from uh, a guy that had veterinary franchise, uh, a guy that uh, had a product that mapped the seabed floor, right through to uh, AMP and uh, that sort of thing. Although I really enjoyed the smaller business ones, you can get so much more done when you're in small business. Big businesses are all about how well do you play the politics. How well do you convince everybody that you're right? And it takes forever. Whereas smaller businesses, you can just get things going. I love it. And that's why I love LivePro. Ah, fantastic. Well, that was going to be my next question. So you've, you've done that. You helped a lot of businesses be successful um, through your, yeah. your coaching and mentoring. And then next thing you know, mate, you're running a tech company. What the hell happened? Well, funny thing, I had about uh, my first client as a coach was a tech guy. And so I, I had a lot of tech clients and I learned a lot from them. And uh, the, the, pre, or the the part owner of LivePro was a part of a CEO group that I used to run. Once a month, I used to get a, uh, a bunch of CEOs together and we'd get outside speakers in. And when you joined, you had to actually demonstrate the product. So everybody in the group knew what product you had. And I saw what he had with LivePro and I thought, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. And it was only a small part of a big business, and the big business was sold to Rico. And Rico said, don't need this LivePro product. And so I said to the owner, what are you going to do with this? He said, I don't know. He said, um, you know, and, and at that stage, Justin, it wasn't making any money, and it only had about eight customers. And I said, well, you can't let it die. 
why don't I see if I can find somebody that can run it for you? And I've got this thing that you should not run a business unless you're passionate about it. And I wasn't passionate about Live Pro. I was passionate about Live Pro product, but I was, I'm a business coach. And so I was passionate about that. So I spent six months going through, looking at all of my old contacts, seeing if they wanted to do it. That, the, the business wasn't making any money. So yeah. they had to do it for no money and, and, and uh, some equity. Couldn't do it. Uh, and then I was looking at what the business should do. And honestly, this is going to sound corny, but 2 a.m. one morning, I woke up with a business plan in my head for, for Live Pro, had to get it out of my head, finished it at about five, sent an email to the guy that I was coaching and said, you know what, I think I've found the guy that's uh, really passionate about Live Pro. And honestly, it's uh, happened since then. And I bought into the business uh, and then over time I got a major share. And, you know, um, I am still extremely passionate about it. And the, the thing I love about it, as a business coach or as a businessman, I um, had to run a big business for somebody else. And so, you know, you've got to do it their way. And then as a business coach, I was coaching people on how to, how to run their business. But you know, they go, they do it their way. So with LivePro, I've actually got to run a business the way I want to run it. And you know, the big focus is is about do you have really really happy customers? And you only got to talk to any of my customers, and they love it, and I'm proud of it. And I know it's going to sound corny, and I know it's going to sound shallow, but I do, and my team does whatever we can to make sure the customers are, are happy. Uh, and the second thing is I I have to have a great team and those two things are the things that i'm most proud about everybody that listens to me knows just how much how proud i am of my team it's hard to get into live pro um, if i make a mistake it's pretty easy for you to get out quickly but um yeah I, anybody that deals with live pro knows how much how great the team is so yeah i get to now run a business that i love with a team that i love doing doing it with uh with customers who um i love working with so it's almost the dream. Oh, fantastic. Well, look, as I said, we've known each other for a while and I know you're absolutely passionate about um, LivePro and your team because uh, you, you're always passionate, you're consistent for the whole time I've known you about it. And I think anyone that knows you okay. knows that's the case as well, right? So um, no dispute there. So now, of course, as you said, it wasn't making any money when you bought in. You had your business plan, no. but geez, the world's changed, right? And obviously from a contact centre perspective, you know, the calls that are coming in are just getting more and more complex. You know, we've had so yeah. much automation that's come in and, you know, I always say to people, you know, when's the last time you rang your bank to ask what your bank balance was, right? You Never, because yeah. you pick up your phone, exactly. you look at your app and yep. there's the answer. So the only time yep. you ever ring the bank is when you've got a complex issue. So now all of a sudden yep. you've got all these agents going, oh God, how the hell do I answer this? It's really transformed contact mm. centers. And so I guess it's not surprising there's been a huge growth in knowledge management platforms, not just yours, but of course right across yep. the board because it is just something that is so powerful for, for contact centers. For those that don't know what a knowledge management platform is, Brad, in simple terms, how would you explain it to people? Okay, so look, knowledge management platforms is a bit like the word love. It just it means a different thing to different people. If I'm a lawyer, then I need a knowledge management platform that I can actually search for a case, research the case, and you know the amount of time it takes me to find the file, it might only be 10 minutes, um, and I'm going to read that file for five or six hours. So, so the ratio is not all that high, but if you've got a customer on the phone, you actually need to be able to get the answer quickly. So um, 
the knowledge management system for customer service actually has to deliver the answer. And one of the things I love saying is that customers want answers, not information. There's too many knowledge management systems out there that actually provide you with information. But if you're on a, a call with a client or if you've got a client coming to your website, they don't want to read through a 30-page PDF to find an answer. They actually just want the answer. And that's where a good customer experience knowledge management system will actually take you directly to an answer. You need a great search, but you also need the format for, for how to deliver an answer. Um, and, you know, there's different answers for different things. If I need a process, then I need a different type of answer. I need a step-by-step -step guide on how to do a process. Whereas if I actually just want to know uh, the latest thing that's happened today, then I need to have information that pops up on the screen and says, you need to read this now because customers might phone you about that this in any minute. And then there's the, you know, you can have a, a really complex um, uh, product that needs, well, historically needs you to be learning uh, all the different parts of it to be able to find the right answer for the customer. But a good customer experience knowledge management system actually has a, features in there that guides you to the right answer. And we've got a, we've got a, I'm really proud to say we've got a feature that nobody else in the world's got uh, that we call Rocket. And it basically can triage you right through. We did a demo at one of our CX forums uh, where one of our clients used to need to have full-time trained nurses on reception to book people in for radiology. And it used to take them six to nine months to be uh, to get their competency levels. During the forum, we got people in the audience to book somebody in for an ankle x-ray that typically would take a fully qualified nurse months to learn how to do. Because, and that's, that's the difference. The knowledge management system needs to be focused on delivering an answer, not information. And it needs to be taking you to the answer simply. And that's saved. I mean, we've had companies that have reduced their induction from six weeks down to three days because you don't teach people to memorize anything if you've got a system that can take it to the answer. So for those people that love um, stats, I'm going to put some stats up on the screen right now. But, um, you know, as you said, one of the big advantages is, you know, AHT reductions. We've spoken about those more complex calls typically taking longer. Um, but if yeah. you can put that information up on the screen rather than having to read a whole document and find the answer to the question the customer is asking, where it says basically here's the answer. So you typically from clients, so you're getting around a 25% reduction in average handle time. We've got a, we've got a, uh, a bank <clears throat> that reduced their AHT from 10 minutes to six minutes after introducing LifePro. They used to have five people in their office walking around with pluro vests that were the subject matter experts. And if you had a call that you didn't have an, didn't know the answer for, you put your hand up and the pluro vest person came over and answered your question while you put the customer on hold. Um, within eight weeks, they didn't have anybody with fluoro vests in the, in their office at all because they didn't need it. Yep. Um, and that, that's the power of actually delivering an answer rather than, you know, policies you need to read through. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I noticed the other, one of the other advantages is that cutting transfers. Again, when people get a bit oh, lost, yeah. they can't find the right answer. It's like, oh, you know what? I'll just handball you through to someone else, yeah, right? So, exactly. Uh, yeah. You can imagine what it's like when I phone my bank who don't use LivePro. 
<laughs> uh, who transfers me four or five times, how frustrating it is for me just to want to say, hey, you know what, you can solve this problem. But, yeah, anyway, it takes a little while for companies to catch on. No, no, it does indeed. And uh, now, of course, it's not just AHT and um, and cutting transfers. I think one of the interesting things that you get from knowledge management is that improvement in in staff engagement, Brad. Because yeah. because yep. obviously, uh, from from an agent's perspective, they get so um, so um, frustrated. Um, I should say around not being able to find the information. You know, they just want to help yeah. the customer. So when they're bloody looking around and they're going through post-it notes and open up folders on the desk and the customer's going off at them, it's frustrating. Yeah. So the fact that you empower them to actually manage customer inquiries means your staff engagement goes up. Yeah, and look, it's a it's a part of the big focus in LivePro. My when I walked into LivePro, I said there's no system implemented until everybody on the team is using it. Yep. So it's not about introducing it. It's about actually getting everybody to use it. So, you know, my team have developed some really innovative and fun ways to make sure that the whole contact centre, you know, if it's 400 people in the Philippines and 300 people in Australia, it's not successful until everybody's using it. And so there's a lot of features and a lot of things that we do to do that. Um, I think one of the, the, the most powerful things is just giving the agents the opportunity to have a say about what it looks like and what's in there. Uh, so when we set the system up, we run a survey called Name Me and Use uh, and and um, Feed Me. And the Feed Me part of that is, hey, what do you want in the system? And the second part is allowing the agent to quickly provide feedback. Like if you're on a piece of knowledge and you think, hey, you know what? You could put some related knowledge in here because the next question the customer always asks is this. Can you provide a link onto that? It takes two seconds to yep. do it. Yep. There's even um, the feed. We've even got a, a part where if you search for something and there's no answer, there's a pop-up that says, "Oh, there's nothing in there at the moment. What do you want in there?" So uh, the no search result thing is pretty powerful as well. Yeah. But as I said, it's all about whether the customer, whether the the agents or even the customer, uh, when they go to your website, um, can find the answer. Yeah, and of course, one of the other benefits on top of that, Brad, is the induction reduction in. And you mentioned the example just before. Yeah. But, you know, because the answers are there and they're so easy to get to. Typically, you can cut induction periods um, by around half, which is massive. Yeah, and like I said, I bragged that we've had a, a number of clients um, that have reduced it from six weeks to, to three days. You can't put those stats up on the website because nobody believes them. So yep. I don't actually try and promote that. Yep. But I, I I love going to client sites. And I remember in the early days, I went to a number of them. And I sat with an agent and um, I asked her how she was going. And she'd been in the company for six weeks. And she said, Brad, um, unfortunately, and I won't, won't name the company. When I started in the company, there was no induction. I was put, in, put on the desk and said, use this system. Yep. She said, that is the only induction I've had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I'm not recommending that, and I'm sure you wouldn't recommend that either. No. But if you've got a good system, yep. uh, you can get around a lot of those things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the phrase that gets thrown around a lot when you're talking knowledge management tool is that single source of truth. Um, yeah. You know, you've got yeah. one source and, you know, I can't tell you, and I'm sure you're the same, Brad, when you visited contact centres pre-LifePro, of course, um, you know, you walk around and literally everyone's got folders on their desk. They've got sticky notes yeah. all over their screens. And when you actually open the folders and you'll look at a process and then I go on another agent's desk and open the same process, it's a different version. So, you know, in the yeah. days where compliance and all these things are so important, um, you know, that single source of truth becomes pretty critical right 
it is critical. And the, the key is you've got to know that they're actually reading the most current approved information. Yep. And if you can't prove to the compliance group that they are reading the most current approved information, then uh, how are you going to do it? The other key thing with the single source of truth, though, with the digital age, I can't believe how many companies have a knowledge base for their chat and a knowledge base for their agents and, and then FAQs on their website. I mean, yep. you should just have that one central source of truth delivering the answer to whatever channel the customer wants to ask it. If they want to come to your front desk, you should be able to, the agent, the, the people on the front desk should be answering it. If they want to come to chat, they should be answering it through their email. Um, we've even got, we've got it connected to Salesforce and a number of other. Uh, systems because you just need to be delivering the answer through whatever channel the customer asks. Yeah. And they're going to increase, aren't they? I mean, Absolutely. can you imagine in 10 years' time you're sitting in your your um, self-drive vehicle and you want to know an answer to something and so, so you just say to, say to Siri, hey, Siri, can you um, book me into a an MRI for my wrist and um, it'll take you through to it. And, and there's going to be so many different channels uh, and companies just n need to find a knowledge system that takes the answer from the one database they're only managing at once. Um, I know you want to get on to the next question, but I've got a really funny anecdote. Yeah, I was ringing. I was, there was a, one weekend my um, uh, wife was uh, had bought a, a little puppy for her daughter, and she was trying to get some pet insurance. Uh, and the telephone call that she made sounded a bit like this. Um, yeah, I know that's what you think it is, but if you go to your website, the PDF actually says this. Look, I know that, but that's not what's on your website. And so it just went on. Um, anyway, sadly, uh, sadly not one day we're going to overcome that. Uh, well, no, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Um, now, one of the other um, um, we've sort of touched on the re reduction in your induction periods and compliance and risk, particularly as a lot of banks and yep. insurance companies and stuff that are obviously using uh, these tools as well. But the other thing I like yep. around most of the knowledge management platforms that are available, including obviously Live Pro, is that you can get some analytics on what your staff are actually looking for, how often that article's been read, have they read it, etc. So it's just so, yep. it just gives you that holistic view around knowledge in your organisation. Well, it's even broader than that now because if you connect your knowledge base to the different digital channels, you can actually now see that a customer has come onto your website and searched for three things. And then um, LifePro's got a, a feature where if you come onto the website and you search for something and there's nothing there, uh, we got a pop-up that says, hey, um, there's nothing on our website, but we really want to answer your question. Can we connect you to an agent would you like to email us? Would you like to, to uh, chat with us? And that, that analytics can actually show you, one, what's not being answered on the website so you can fix it next time. Yep. But you can also see the customer journey. And I don't know of any other analytics that provide you with that full digital to, to customer agent uh, analytics. And you know, yes, of course, you can see what knowledge is being, what's being tra trending. But, you know, from a... Uh, customer service uh, area, you've got to actually see what feedback you're getting on different ones and what knowledge isn't being used. Yeah, that's what's out right. of date. Yeah, yeah. So the analytics is something, particularly the marketing groups, they uh, they love it. Uh, but from a contact center, in contact centers, you know what it's like in contact centers. You're measured on every single thing you do. 
I mean, you know, um, how how much time have you got to uh, leave your desk and go to the toilet? So the measurements that, that you can get uh, with an, a good knowledge management system gives the, the uh, team leaders and the managers a lot of insight. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I've, I've touched on this before we uh, started recording, Brad, that the uh, the recent smart recruitment report, um, it was a 100-page industry report, and uh, I was lucky enough to help out smart putting the, the report together. And one of the sections I wrote and, and, and spoke about was customer experience. So I'll put a question in there, Brad, which I thought might have been interesting to you. Uh, and it was basically asking how many organisations or contact centres are, are using uh, knowledge management platforms at the moment. And the response out of that was there was over 150 call centres or contact centers that responded and it was literally 50 50 so 50 percent of them are using them 50 aren't um and i I guess what how are they finding the answer like do do you ask yourself what does the agent do that's right i wonder what the other 50 are doing (laughs) one of the things i wanted to 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 clarify though brad and i made a big point of it when i was presenting as well i reckon there's a lot of people that go Oh, no, we've got a knowledge management platform. Yeah. You know, we use Microsoft SharePoint or we use Microsoft Word yeah. or we've got all our answers in an Excel document. Um, but guess what? Yeah, you don't have a knowledge management platform, right? No. But, uh, Les Reed, who, who's the global head of sales for Live loves saying that, um, you know, his laptop is a knowledge management system because, you know, you've got a bunch of files in there, you can get it out. And as I said earlier, it, knowledge management is different things to different people. But... Um, yeah, it, I go back to what I said earlier. You need an, in customer service, you need a knowledge management system that delivers an answer, not information. And if you're not if you're not doing that, that um, bank that I mentioned that reduced their AHT from uh, ten minutes to six minutes, yeah. they actually had the best SharePoint application that I'd ever seen. It seriously was very very good, mm. uh, but they weren't getting the staff engagement, yeah. um, and so. The big thing wasn't to reduce AHT. It wasn't to, uh, necessarily even to improve customer satisfaction. It was all about staff engagement. And like, I'm really proud to say that the, the staff engagement went up to fi- from 59 to 87% when they got live pro in. And, um, you know, it's just because it was taking them to the answer. And they actually had a knowledge management system fit for purpose. It wasn't a SharePoint system that took them to a a document that they weren't sure was really right and it wasn't really formatted the way you wanted it and, you know, and, and they couldn't give feedback on mm, it. Mm. So, yeah, it is, it is a big difference. But I go back to you spend your life in contact centres. Can you believe that there's poor agents out there that don't actually have one place to go to find an answer? I mean, how much hell would that be? Man, I see it all the time, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. My core work is obviously consulting, and, and typically I'm called in to go and see call centres who are struggling for a whole bunch of reasons. And literally on my little checklist of things, you, you know, always going, where's the knowledge management platform? And it's always number one. And the, the recommendations, if you want to transfer your business, transform your business, I should say, for a, for a relatively low cost. Now, I'm not saying undervalue it, but I think, you know, when the, some of the expensive platforms are out there and you can go and get a knowledge management platform from, look, from anywhere from, say, 20 to, 20 to 50 bucks a month, per agent you know i know it's a broad scale but we're not saying it's ridiculously expensive and uh and it can transform your business so i think that's why people are slowly starting to catch on and i think the more you get industry leaders like yourself uh talking about it um out there in forums and people see them and they go oh wow how yeah how do we function without this right it becomes so central to your business i know yeah we had um uh with our knowledge forum we we give awards out 
to um, organisations that make the biggest improvement. Yeah. We had one small council who only has six customer service staff that mm-hmm. were using LifePro. Yep. And they get a customer satisfaction survey done every six months. Mm-hmm. They had their six staff turnover in 12 months. Wow. But using LivePro, yep. they were actually able to improve their customer satisfaction scores to the point now where they are the second highest customer satisfaction um, score out of that the whole group. I think there's 180 organisations because the, the answers are there. But can you imagine losing six key staff? Well, I think one um, of the challenges that we've seen in the industry for, for the year dot since I started was turnover, and you would have seen it in your recruitment days, of course, yeah. as well, right? Oh, so, yeah, I loved it. Um, I'll bet. Um, <laughs> and it's still around about sort of 40 45% is the average turnover rate. Now, of that, half of those are internal and half of them leave externally, yep. but the result is still the same for the call centre. You've got to replace them. And, yep. of course, the yep. risk, as you said, in those smaller centres, if you know, a lot of the knowledge typically sits in staff's heads. You know, Jenny, who's been yep. in there for 20 years, knows everything, and she leaves and all of a sudden yep. everyone's going, oh, crap, I don't know anything. So you're right. Yep. The, the, the advantage of having a knowledge management platform in your business is that you can bring new people in, people can leave, the knowledge stays there, right? You don't lose all the yep. IP that goes with it. So huge advantages. You touched yeah. on. Um, hey, um, I've got another funny story. You know what? Well, I'm like with funny stories. So when I, I mentioned when you get live pro, you you get a name me and feed me competition. The yeah. name me is that the staff get to name the system. Right. Well, there was a small council in Tasmania, and uh, there was a person there that knew everything, and he'd been there for 35 years. He was about to retire, and his name was Clive. That council. Called Live Pro Clive. Clive. <laughs> Six years on, if yep. you want to know something, you still, still ask, ask Clive. Clive. <laughs> you go, you go to Live Pro. Love uh, it, love Clive. It. Good story. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Have you had any uh, that just didn't get past the keeper? A few nominations that just didn't fly. Uh, right? Yeah, my lad. There was there was a superannuation company that was going to call call it the wife. <laughs> if you want to know something, ask the wife. Yeah, but. What the, the acronym was where I find everything, but uh, HR didn't like them having uh, uh, no, the political uh, correctness police will be all over that one, I'm <laughs> sure. So, uh, yeah. you, you um, touched on it earlier, Brad. You have the uh, CX Knowledge Forum, uh, and it's something yeah. that you've been doing annually uh, for the last few years. I know this year you had hundreds of people dial in, a little bit different, obviously, when uh, physically yeah. to virtual. But um, now that's obviously not all about Live Pro, it's, it's about sort no. of getting CX experts in and contact center experts in. So, I'd just love to pick your brain for a little bit. What are some of the things that stood out from you, mate, from hearing from some of the best in the business? Well, the, th- the thing that I love and the reason for the forums is that LivePro understands that the system's only as good as the people use it. And what we want to do, we want to be responsible for actually developing knowledge experts everywhere. Uh, and so, you know, you're invited whether you're a LivePro user or, or not. And the, the innovative things that people are doing to deliver an answer to an agent or a customer is what I get inspired for all the time. I told you about the the uh, radiology group that was inspiring. I mean, I really missed it this year. I, I we normally have our forums one in every state because it just gives me an opportunity to go and hang out with the customers for a day, yep. and it's so much fun. Um, and my team, back onto my team. Sorry, man. My team always like to make it fun, and so it was a bit of a challenge this year doing the WebEx, but again, it worked brilliantly because the group were engaged. There was so much uh, um, interaction in a webinar. I mean, we're we're all a little bit um, over the webinars at the moment, aren't we? And I thought that maybe 
you know, hours might fall flat, but it worked really well. But it all comes down to the different knowledge people, knowledge experts, sharing the, the way that they're delivering the answer through different through different channels, yep. uh, and and actually just using our system uh, in an innovative innovative way, but connecting it to uh, telephony systems and their CRMs and all that sort of stuff. So that we um, get most of our uh, new features from our clients, and those um, forums are just so powerful for people, for clients to be able to say, "Well, why don't we do it like this, and why can't you do it like that?" Uh, so I love them, uh, and they're very helpful. The the awards that we give out are just to recognise those people that spend you know their life um, educating the world, but also improving how uh, customers are delivered answers. Do you think with um with all things happening COVID and obviously the the rapid escalation of remote homework for for contact center <laughs> yeah. agents, I think uh, again in that industry survey we're up to about oh, don't quote me now. I think it was about seventy percent. I think now uh, actively working from home on any given day, and it was up from yeah. about twenty percent pre COVID. So always been yeah. a huge yeah. transformation, and I can't see personally that that's going to change anytime soon. I think yeah. remote's here to stay. Um, does, yeah. does that help your business mate i, I mean, my gut feel is absolutely because even yes. now you need more of a single source of truth because people are scattered everywhere has it has it been yeah. good for business though brad i saw some not as good as it should have been but you know <laughs> business people businessmen are, always uh, business want more brad. Happy, always want yeah, more. we always want more um i was i saw a survey recently that that said that 19 percent of people's time is spent looking for information mm-hmm. um now Back in the day when you're in the office, you could yell out to somebody and say, hey, who's got so-and-so or can, can somebody tell me where to find it? Yep. So you can imagine what it's like when you don't have that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, but, you know, when the, the big flurry happened and everybody had to get all the technology and everything sorted out to work from home, um, you know, the, the people didn't have time to find new systems. They actually had to get themselves set up in the existing ones. So it's starting now for organisations to think, all right, this is going to happen um, and get, it's going to be a part of life for, for at least a while, if not forever. Like you said, uh, not not everybody's going to go back to the office. Uh, and now we're starting to get organisations realising that their current knowledge system may have worked okay when they, they could turn to somebody else, yep. but they need something that's way broader. The big area was um, that LivePro being customer experience knowledge has product, process, uh, company information and procedures in there. But mostly organisations were still only using it in LifePro, in the um, contact centre, I mean. Yep. But as soon as the um, COVID happened and people had to work from home, a lot of organisations said, oh, okay, we better share this out with the rest of the rest of the organisation. Uh, and we quickly adopted, adapted to that. Because when you're in the contact centre, you need all those analytics, you need personalised notices going out but if you're only going to log in once every six weeks to find out an hr policy or something like that yep. you, you you have a different experience so we've now built uh, an intranet style uh system where so organizations are now using live pro in a broader area but to answer your initial question there's not enough but hopefully hopefully this podcast will help 
Well, mate, let, let's hope so. Um, now, for those of you who are in the market for a knowledge management platform on our business directory, which is just cxdirectory.com.au, we do have actually have a category under uh, tech and customer management, and we actually have a tag there for knowledge management systems. So if you just go to the directory, you'll see a list of all the providers there. Of course, we've got um, LivePro, uh, top spot, mate, well done. And uh, first in, that's what you get when you're first in on the directory. And uh, uh, there we go. So, um, if pe- yeah, so if people are yeah, looking scroll up for- a little bit. Scroll up on that. <laughs> man, I can't. It was a, bit, it was a video, mate. I can't scroll up. So, um, but, um, but of course, I'll you get are. Get rid of the, that video. You are in the top <laughs> spot, mate. So, that's uh, well done. And that's the beauty of getting in first on our directory. So, uh, thank you for yeah. investing in our directory a long time ago, mate. It's much no, look, appreciated. Look, we've got to have, there's got to be competition, and I'm happy for everybody to, to be judging us against anybody that's out on the market. I honestly believe, honestly believe, that we have the best in the world. Uh, and, you know, we recently won the global deal for Weight Watchers. They're using LivePro uh, from New York to uh, deliver it to 16 global regions. So it's right throughout the world they're using LivePro. And they had a look at all of the systems throughout the world. So uh, the Aussies should be pretty proud. We've got a, a system that, that is the best in the world. Absolutely, mate. It's uh, it's great to see any Aussie business uh, doing well on the global stage. Now, um, yeah. in terms of um, just a last question before we sort of wrap things up, more around broadly CX, Brad, because and contact centres, yeah. because there's been said a huge change with not just COVID, but uh, I think customer experience as a whole is gaining momentum. But all of a sudden now, yeah. you know, products uh, people are competing now on customer experience, not price and products, right? We've seen stats yeah. and surveys talking about that for a long time, but it's actually starting to happen. You know, I can go to any mm. bank and you said, you know, your bank doesn't use LivePro and uh, you can go to any bank, right? And they'll all offer you a home loan, a credit card, a savings account. Yep. The interest rates are all pretty much the same. So, you know, why am I choosing bank A over bank B? It's starting to come down to that customer experience, right? And and particularly for us, customer service, of course. Um, do, are you seeing that sort of with your client base as well, that they're using this primarily, is it to save time? Because there's no doubt, Brad, there's money savings. If I can shave 25%, off your yep. average handle time, that's a huge cost saving and that might be driver for a business full stop. Um, yep. We spoke about staff yep. engagement going up. That's obviously a driver. But, of course, yep. customer experience and and providing customers to as quick answers, getting them off the phone quicker, happier, all that sort of stuff is a big driver. What yep. do you think is the main reason people are sort of going, hey, let's let's get this going? Yeah, this, it does go through um, phases. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago it was about staff engagement. But the two big things at the moment is still staff engagement and customer satisfaction. When the uh, Royal Commission was out for banking and finance, it was all about compliance and making sure you deliver the answer. But we have uh, more than 50% of the prospects that are looking at LivePro uh, say, look, it's not about saving costs. Show us how it's going to be able to deliver a better experience for customers. So... um, that, you know, we've heard a lot of companies talk about it, but we are seeing uh, a fair bit of difference now. It should be a lot more. Uh, as I said about LivePro, it's, you know, the company LivePro is all about uh, customer customer experience and our customers loving us. Um, but, you know, customer, companies are slowly getting it and they're realising that the way to do that is to uh, arm the customer for self-serve uh, in the right way, around a couple of you know ten static FAQs, but then when they can't serve themselves for whatever reason because they're in a hurry, or you know it's a really complex issue, they want to be able to talk to an agent that sounds like they know everything, and uh, that's 
why our agents, the agents that use LiPro love it because they just, they just sound like experts. Yeah. Brad, uh, there's yeah. no question now uh, when we started this, we spoke about passion and I think the one thing we've learned over this podcast, if people can't hear that in your voice, then uh, they need to get a hearing check, mate, because uh, <laughs> you're obviously very passionate about not just LivePro and, and as you should be because it's a company that you've built, but of course also about just knowledge management in general and how that is empowering yeah. for, for for your agents uh, and, and obviously for customers. So, mate, I know you're an extremely busy man, so thank you for uh, giving up a bit of your time, mate, and sharing some of your you, wisdom. It's always, uh, it's always great to hear you know the people that are actually in the coal face and are making a difference out there in our industry mate so uh keep up the awesome work thank you and and congratulations to you I, the work that you've done promoting and helping uh contact centers improve and and just promoting the contact center industry and uh, is just remarkable so i know you weren't expecting that but congratulations, oh, thank, thank you brad Wait, well up. you know you and i are both very um, proud of working in the industry as well and uh now yeah. if, if people are still lifting mate uh, it is also worth mentioning that uh got a good deal for them brad because i know you're a you're a salesman at heart so uh so Absolutely. if you are looking at uh if brad's just gone wow i want that one of those live pro systems uh ring up live pro do the numbers on their website and just make sure you mention cx central and uh he'll give you the first two months free so uh it's a great offer opportunity for anyone who's interested in uh in going ahead and uh empowering their agents to give them the right answers at the right time awesome and just give us a ring um i'm sure i'm going to be inundated with with your followers justin and thanks again mate i really appreciate it good let's on, stay in touch good on you brad catch up